Thank you for joining This Is Just a Phase. I'm your host, Jonathan Kent. A couple reminders before we get started with this episode. Uh, please go over to the Facebook group at This Is Just a Phase for all updates on guests featured, music videos, and upcoming shows, uh, and any other information that I uh, think is pertinent to the podcast and the guests featured. Also, go over to my Instagram account at jonathankent.311 for a lot of the same information uh, that's featured in the Facebook group. Um, also, do yourself a favor and head over to thisisjustarecordlabel.bandcamp.com and check out the 28-song uh, compilation, This Is Just a Compilation, uh, that me and my friend Mike put out uh, with our record label. Uh, lots of great bands featured. Uh, you should give that a listen, and you can purchase it for $3. Also, if you contact me or Mike Rotemoyer, you can pick up a physical copy with a sticker and a digital download code for just $5 plus shipping. Uh, that being said, let me introduce the next guest. On this episode, I sit down with Scott Parente, a good friend, punk rock fan, and co-host of the Ambivalence podcast, along with Nick Noah of Ramones Core Radio Records and Tyler Adams of the Lily Livers and the follow-ups. We chat about his podcast, topics that they tackle, including favorite musicals, movies, toys, some of the guests that have been featured, and just straight up being nerds. We also talk about our love of punk rock as fans and how his podcast, even though they don't talk about punk music, is still punk rock in its own right. Scott is a really cool-ass guy, and I was happy enough to have him on the show again. So let's be thankful with this episode of This Is Just a Phase. Jay, play us in. And you've got no self-esteem There's a hole inside your head With no vision to be seen Let's go Let's go Let's go Every day wake up with the same old Hey, good evening, Scott. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you on this Tuesday, uh, Monday night? Fuck. <laughs> Whatever fucking night it is, right? It's been a long day. It's okay, man. It's been a long day. It's been a long weekend, a long day, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we were short-stabbed at work, and it was just a nightmare. Oh, man. Been there, man. Been oh, there. Man. <laughs> Something else. <laughs> Fuck. Batman. 
Well, yeah. thank you so much for this wanting to be back on the podcast again, man. Are you kidding me? Thanks for having me back. I'm really surprised. I was just like, if he wants, he's probably going to lose listeners, but I'll do it. <laughs> well, well, for the listener, uh, this I, I'm sitting down talking to Scott Parente, uh, co-host of the uh, podcast Ambivalence with Nick No. Um, I had I had uh, Scott on previously on the special uh, episode ten uh, episode that I had where we discussed uh, musical uh, favorite uh, album that influenced them the most, and I've been chomping at the bit to get Scott back on the podcast. Oh man, it's so good to be here! <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have back, you back on, man. back in the hot seat again. Back in the hot seat again, my man. <laughs> I, I've been I've been following you a lot on social media. Of course, we're we've, we've been friends for quite a while. And um, when I found out that you and Nick were doing the Ambivalence podcast, I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense to hear you and Nick discuss absolutely nothing <laughs> for an hour." That's <laughs> what we're good at. Um, it's okay. I do that, but I put a shroud of uh, I. I talk to musicians and bands, but really, yeah. it's just a ruse for me to talk about dumb shit. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And like, I mean, there there's so many great music podcasts. It's like we can't top this. So what should we do? Anything really? We would just talk about anything. No, were now were you guys influenced by my other podcast, Annual Files, with my buddy Sam? No, is that, actually, is that an influence? We, no, actually, you know what our influence was? <laughs> this is so stupid. It was a YouTube channel. It was a Good Mythical Morning with uh, Grant Link, and the chemistry those two had were like, well, we could do something way shittier than that, and uh, that's what we did. And <laughs> it started on Skype, and then that didn't work out, so. We dropped the whole video thing and just went full podcast, but it actually worked out in Nick's favor because it's a lot less editing and a lot less bullshit he has to go through. So, uh, yeah, we just kind of just took off, and then uh, Tyler from the follow-ups just kind of, like, welcomed himself in, and we're like, this is a thing now. So it's the three of us every every week we try to. We just, like, talk about whatever's on our mind. Sometimes there's a topic. Mostly there's not, and... Uh, we try to do something with it. No, I, I, I like it that you got Tyler involved in it because I listened to the first episode he was on and then you had the follow the the next episode you had it under just if you had description just movies. So when I went on to that one, it was like, oh, joined to us, joined with you know joined by Tyler again. I'm like, oh shit, Tyler's like a regular now. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, kind of, yeah. He uh, he comes in when he wants. <laughs> so, Tyler's a cool dude, man. I'm glad you have him be a part of it. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, the three of us are like just a bunch of knuckleheads. So it kind of worked out. You know what's so cool? And you're you're a lot like me in that we're fans. Like, we don't, we don't play in bands. You know, I, I did when I was much younger, but I haven't played in a band in, God, six, 15, 16 years now. But we're both fans of punk rock music in general. Um, 
And so when you have the opportunity to be able to sit down with a member of a band that you really respect and you become friends with these people, isn't is it just an awesome feeling? Oh, it's the best. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I'm envious of all those fuckers. Like, it's something that I wish I could do, but I just have no, I just, I don't have the musical talent like they have. And I could, but I'm just too lazy to do anything about it. So I'll just, I'll See, just that's enjoy the world. It. Yes, that's, that's it. Like, you're just too lazy to do. I'm it. too fucking lazy to do anything except <laughs> sit here and talk. That's what I'm good at. <laughs> you don't need the talent to play punk rock. Just admit it. You're uh, lazy and you don't. I'm very it. lazy. Yeah, it's true. Well, um, it's funny because Nick and Tyler got me like got the ball rolling. So like I've been trying to write songs, and uh, I got something in the works. <laughs> there you go, man. There yeah, you there's go. something. There's something brewing. It's gonna. It's it's something. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's just something. <laughs> <laughs> well, do me a favor and send me whatever that something is, so I could. I it will. Out. Well, when it's done, uh, it's it's gonna be on Bandcamp for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> for a dollar. Yeah. A robbery. <laughs> no. Oh, that's real nice. <laughs> this is shit on the guest. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. You're well, an old is... hat, man. I can shit on you. It's uh, fine. I don't care. <laughs> I can take it. <laughs> but, man, dude, I, like I said, like I, we, we've, been, we've been friends for a while. And yeah. I've been listening to the podcast. And I wanted, to come to, I wanted to come to your defense about something. I listened to an episode, and you actually mentioned it again with Nick, actually, today on social media. <laughs> I, I will come to your defense on musicals. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. I don't know why I get so much shit for them. They're, they're fucking fantastic. You There's... dropped, you name-dropped uh, 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 Little Shop of Horrors. One of my favorites. That is my wife's favorite musical of all time. Um, she, we had just watched it a couple months ago and we watched oh. it with our youngest yeah. and he fucking loves it. He Do loved you know the little shot. He loved the whole thing with the dentist and, uh, just everything, the songs and stuff like that. Like he just got into it, man. I, I love musicals, man. There's some bangers of a song in that movie. You have Skid Row, you have a mean green mother, you have I'll be your dentist, uh -huh. you have a suddenly Seymour. In fact, I even came to Nick with the idea of, hey, let's do a pop-punk compilation of the Little Shop of Horrors soundtrack. And he just went, nope. <laughs> Tell you what, I have a record label, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll come to you, yeah. Just well, I didn't, I, I didn't know that at the time. This was like, this was, this was a while ago, and I was like, this would be awesome. And he's just like, no. It's like, I mean, Rocky Horror Picture Show had a punk album a comp which was a fucking killer yeah that was and, killer. i forget and i think I, I don't remember either but it had like groovy ghoulies it had uh like it had the uh secretions it had alkaline trio it had all these great bands on it and it's like well we both did like some of these newer bands and kind of introduced them in a different way no all right see, well see. i tried See, 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 now now, now we, we're just going to X Nick out completely, and me and, and me and you and my partner will just work on something. Please, okay. please, I would love it. I, I I think we could get some some bands into it. I mean, I don't know. I think it's got, it's, that soundtrack has potential to be a really good compilation. 
I'm not saying I'm extremely popular, but you know what? I got a little <laughs> bit of pull in the game. I'm, I'm just saying, I'll just toot my own horn, but I, I could I could get some favors in. <laughs> if, if you can make this little boy's dream come true, that would just be the bee's knees. I'll uh, up the bee's knees. What are we in the like, 1940s? I know yeah. you're from Indiana, but gosh darn. <laughs> uh, uh, shucks. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> But um, yeah, like like I said, like the whole the whole musical thing. Like I love Disney movies, and Disney movies are musicals. Thank you. You know what's funny is I and in another in another group I'm in, we uh, it's like a movie group. I brought up the fact like, hey, are Disney movies musicals? Hundred percent, yes, all the way around. Absolutely. I don't know why they're saying that they're not when you have. I, I don't know. Like, tell me, Beauty and the Beast is not a musical, and find me about it because it is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I still like if you have if you have the characters within a movie because it's different. You can have a soundtrack to a movie, but if you have the members of the cast, whether it's animated or it's live action, if they sing more than like two songs in the entire movie, it's a musical. But the music progresses within the movie too, like yes, yes, absolutely. But the cast, the ca somebody within the cast of the movie sings. It's a musical, and if an animated film has musical numbers sung by the cast, then it's a musical. Thank you, Thank the you. Lion King, um, little, the Little Mermaid, um, um, Mulan, um, Robin Hood. All we could go on and on. Any Disney movie, if they're musicals, they're animated you, musicals. It's funny if you get Mulan because I'm, I'll make a man out of you. It's probably one of my favorite songs. <laughs> That's a really good song, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sung by fucking um, uh, Donny Osmond. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And my, yeah. one of my favorite, one of my favorite songs of all time from from like a musical is from Robin Hood, which is my wife's probably my wife's favorite. Disney movie, the Robin Hood from like the seventies, with the fox, um, right? Yeah, with the fox. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. Um, not in Nottingham is probably one of my, like probably my favorite Disney song of all time. Yeah. Like I, I wanted to cover that like in every band I've ever been oh. in. Like I wanted to cover that fucking song. Man, if we met sooner. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, for, uh, for for the listener, for the listener who doesn't know, like you do the podcast, and like you said, you you guys talk about you guys have topics. Like yeah. you have a topic where you guys talk about movies, you guys will talk about yourselves, you guys you had Jay you had Jay Prozac on the very first episode and you guys talked about uh favorite toys. Yeah, we I was so nervous because I'd never met him before and I was like, this is our very first show with a guest. This is gonna be a disaster. But he was so nice. Dude, dude, Jay Prozac is the nicest and most humblest person like I think I've ever met in punk rock. Yeah, he kept it going so nicely for us, and he was just on board with whatever. And I I mean he's just he's just a doll. There's nothing else yeah. to say about the guy. <laughs> he he is just he he is just the, the sweetest human he being. Is. And yeah. Um my my wife like calls him like her best friend because uh-huh. like she my wife feels like she has like a kinship with him and like they're like they're like best friends now. And we always joke around that we're we're gonna go up to Massachusetts to see him and his wife. And my wife refers to them as not Jay and Andrea, but as the Prozacs. So yeah. One day we're going to go awesome. to Massachusetts to visit the Prozacs. <laughs> There's so many people that I that I want to meet that I've that I've met on social media. It's insane. You know um, what? It, it, it's 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 amazing. It's it's amazing how many good people are 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 in the scene and and how how inviting they are and how comforting they are to like include you into their lives. Like it's, it's really amazing. A hundred percent. I actually met a couple, uh, at a, a last month at mom's basement fest night one and Fort Wayne, Indiana. Nice. Oh my God. One of the best, one of the first of all, not only like one of the best shows, but one of the best nights that I, I've ever had in a long time. It was my first show back since, since COVID too. So it was just a banger. Uh, but man, like I met so many, so many people that I've talked to online and just like admire were there. And it was just, it was, it was a, just beautiful. That's all I can say. It was amazing. You know what? And I, I, I love, I love what the bigger labels and the, and the, and the people that are behind these labels are doing with these fests. Like what, what John's doing with mom's basement is, is amazing. I, I try to support that guy. And buy from him as much as I can. The amount of bands he puts out, um, how he's able to consistently just put out quality stuff, and and to and to keep his nose to to what's going on in the punk scene, and at the same time being like just a humble guy, mm-hmm. and 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 really really wanting to see see this scene progress in a really positive way. Um, oh, for, absolutely. I respect that. The same thing with Kenny from Pro Rock and what 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 the Knicks were what the Knicks are doing with uh with Ramones Core Radio Records and what Grimm does with Laptop uh Punk Records and uh, I know Matt with Out Loud, you know, these these guys that are just you know continuously wanting to shed light on on the punk scene and and the bands that are still really doing good stuff it it makes me happy it makes me happy for the scene that there's people behind these bands like that it's insane how many bands there are now i can't keep up i know it's like a resurgence like people talk about how punk is dead but dude Holy like it's, shit. It's, it's such a fucking resurgence of what's going on right now it's great. My wallet's not happy, but my record collection is stacked, dude. <laughs> dude, I have to stop myself from asking my wife, like, hey, listen, 
they're running a special with mutant pop if i get five cds i only pay twenty dollars like i'd probably drop like 80 fucking dollars doing that yeah. deal man like tim, tim tim has my wallet right now oh so does so does john for sure so does there's john been, oh yeah there's been a couple times where i told my wife like you got four records yeah they're on back order i did just for really late to come in which was not the truth they they came in like that week i ordered them whoops yeah yeah and she goes what's going on i was like i just they're just delayed they're just coming in late i ordered these months ago yikes liar uh-huh uh, she's gonna hear this too whoops whoops like yeah this oh, well. just, dude, yeah she'll listen to this and be like scott yeah fibbing to me uh-huh remember happy wife happy wife happy life man yeah Oh yeah. No. <laughs> so listen, <laughs> case. I also wanted to talk to you too. You guys did the special about movies, and you sure. guys brought up uh, some of your like some of your favorite movies. And I was really shocked by like how many movies like Nick didn't see that like like that you had brought up. <laughs> no. What what is up with that? I just think he likes what he likes. I um, know. He needs. You to, know. He, he just. He, Listen, you can just say you beat a dead horse. You can show him something, but if it's if he doesn't like it, he doesn't like it. And that's just space how Space balls? Space fucking balls, dude. I don't know, man. Dude, that that is like that that's like that's like if you're into slapsticky like 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 dumb comedies, parody comedies, dude, that's up there, man. That's like up there with anything like the great ones. Anything Mel Brooks has done is great. Um, can do no wrong. I mean, Men in Tights, one that's probably top ten. Yeah, um, Young Frankenstein is great. I mean, Mel Brooks is just—he's a funny guy. Oh, I, uh, I, I, there's nothing I won't watch with that guy. I, for I, sure. I yeah, he's he's hilarious. You know he what I like? Good, what's that? I, I, I'm I'm a lot like you. Like I like kind of those comedies that were like sometimes you don't you don't have to think. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you can just enjoy comedy for comedy's sake. And obviously, I'm just busting Nick's balls. But, like, I like stuff like Dumb and Dumber and Wedding Crashers and those kind of movies where you're just, like, dodgeball. You know what I mean? Just those kind of physical, dumb comedies that just, like, make you laugh. Yeah, I I love to laugh. It's one of my favorite. I love it. I love I love I have a, a sense of humor. I love I love shit like that. Give me a stupid comedy any day. I think the other day I watched Tommy Boy, um, and that's what I like. I have a child, so it's really hard for me to watch new movies and she's around. So I just put on something from the '90s and still have a great time watching it. Nice. That, that's that's what it is anymore. It's like I can't watch a new movie when she's around, and by the time she goes to bed. I'm ready for bed, mm-hmm. and it's just like so. When she's up, I'll just put someone from like a '90s comedy, like a uh, Beverly Hills Ninja or like Little Rascals, or just something that's stupid, just that we can like we can watch periodically because I know I already know all the words to it, so I'm not missing anything. It's just in the background, and that like you just you know exactly like, you know, if good part comes on, you know you can watch yeah. it, and yeah, I'm the same way as you. Like every now and again, like we just. We just revisited with my youngest. We we revisited the uh, the uh, two um, Ghostbusters movies. 
Fantastic. And because we're getting ready, because we're going to go to the theater and watch Afterlife. I've heard nothing but good things. So have I. And and so we were like, we watched it, and like we weren't sure if our we weren't sure if Liam was going to like the first one because it's a little slower paced. Uh-huh. Um, it kind of ties everything together, but the consensus is a lot of people say the second one's the better of the two. Um, just because there's more going on, the storyline's a little bit more cohesive. Uh, but our son, man, he, he fucking loved the first one. Like, he was glued to it from right away. He was like, what's this? What's this? He had to know, <laughs> like, who was who. <coughs> Excuse me. He wanted the whole story. And, and then after we did that, we ended up watching. I don't know if you have Netflix, but they have that series, The Movies That Made Us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great series. So we ended up watching after we watched both the movies or after we watched the first movie, we watched the the movies that made us about Ghostbusters. Oh, and sweet. I, yeah, that's the second season, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I haven't, said, I haven't watched that one yet, but uh, it's on my list. Dude, the, the Ghostbusters one was amazing. Like it gets behind like how uh, how Dan Aykroyd came up with the idea of the movie. And how he pitched it to like Harold Ramis and uh, uh, Reichman and all of them to to mm-hmm. do the movie, and it was and it was really it did the whole story was really cool, man. Like my you know we ended up doing we ended up watching those movies and it just it takes me back, man. Like That's I love cool. I love the I love the old school movies, man. Yeah, they they all hold a special place in my heart. The other night, um, I put on Heavyweights for the upteenth time. And that movie still makes me laugh, dude. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. It's like it's Disney Plus is pretty badass. It has a lot of those '90s movies. I'm trying to uh, get Disney Plus, but I don't have it yet. Oh well, uh, DM me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were we were thinking about doing because we have we have Hulu already, and we yeah. have talked about doing Hulu, and then with Hulu. If you pay like a little bit more, you can get the Disney Plus and you can get the ESPN Plus. Yeah. So we thought about actually doing that, and but like then there's shit like there's Paramore Plus or Paramount Plus, and then there's like we just got Peacock, and then like they had they want you to pay for you know Peacock Premium, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna end up spending like five dollars like this and that and all over the place, man. Yeah, there's too many streaming. Yeah, I stopped after um, Disney Plus, so I have Netflix, I have Hulu, I have HBO Max, and I have Disney. Like that, those are four that. That sounds good. Four's a lot. <laughs> do we have? Do we have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, two? Oh, we have that too. Yeah. Peacock. Um, uh, what else do we have? I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, and then, and then I pay for my, my monthly subscription my Xbox, so that's another thing that I'm paying towards, which is another subscription. Oh, you pay for the, the Xbox Live? Yeah, because you get the Game Pass, and that's pretty badass. So yeah, I got worth it, too. It. I got yeah. something, too. Oh, even, oh, yeah. Even though I oh, haven't yeah. bought a game in, like, months, dude. <laughs> no, that's why, that's why the Game Pass is great. <laughs> it, it, it makes me want to play it more. There's all these random games that are on there now. You mm-hmm. can download it. You hate it, delete it, and then download another one. I played two games already on it that I thought I'd never, I never pick up unless I saw the trailer on Game Pass. Oh, and it's, nice. it's to me, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I like, get more used to the Xbox out of it now. 
No, what kind of gamer are you? Um, a fat one? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> so, like, are you like a, are you into like role play first person uh, shooter? Uh, yeah, more more of like games that I can beat quickly. <laughs> so, your first person shooters, um, any game that's like interesting but like only a couple hours long is fine. But yeah, mostly just like yeah, I don't have a long. I try to play Skyrim way too much. I delete it within like a day. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do things that I, I need a game I can beat where there's a beginning and an end, and then after it's over, I can just do the online stuff. So mm-hmm. I would say first person shooter. Oh, okay. I'm I'm more uh, I'm a Madden player. Um, uh, sports ball. I, sports I, ball. Sports ball. But like, <laughs> I played I, I played Madden like a nerd would. Uh-huh. Like, I keep track of like my attributes and like my stats, and I like I look at it as like a nerd would. So, which most people who play that game probably don't look at it. I, like I make sure I keep like my stats and I'm organized and like I know like what players are better, how I can yeah. make my team better. Sure. <laughs> Excuse me, but I I, I really I, I do it kind of as a nerd, not just not that typical kind of jock mentality. Oh, I totally understand. Um, yeah. I had I used to play the wrestling games, you know, like WWE 2Ks. Oh yeah. And I would try to update the roster as it came along. And then I realized how hard that is to do. So I just like do the, I just take the lead of the game. <laughs> I do that with Madden. Like I'm constantly doing updates, dude. Constantly it's so hard because like half of the wrestlers you have to create because they don't exist in the roster. And it's like I don't have time for this. I'm just gonna play something else. Uh huh. And like I would do that with whenever I had to download like the 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 for the next draft. Like if the draft wasn't right, I'd be creating all the like realistic players. And I'm like. John, you have a life. Why are you doing this? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's cool that, but it's like I don't know. It's kind of like it's cool to be able to do that though, and uh, kind of take you away from reality a little bit to have that. Like that's your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had, like I played D anD D for a while, so that was our thing. That was our escape from reality. Was just like going on adventures and rolling some D twenties. You know, it just takes you away for sure from your problems and your life just just for a couple hours. <laughs> Dave wrote this song cause he had no internet Got shot off yesterday Dave wrote this song cause he had no place to be Dave wrote this song just for Dave Dave wrote this song cause his car won't stop today Here's me and a pain in the ass for him Dave wrote this song cause he had no place to be
I never got into D and D, but I had I had plenty of friends who were into that, and like I could understand the attraction to it. Um, I just never got into it. But uh, as I got older, my brother, who's six years younger than me, he started getting into um, oh, what the hell is it called? Um, the card game, Magic. Magic. Thank you, uh, Magic the Gathering. And he got into it, and like I started to follow what he was doing, so I kind of started getting into magic with him a little bit, mm-hmm. and I, I eventually started playing, and I was like, "This is actually kind of fucking cool." You know yeah, I mean? like this is like this is this is much better than maybe D and D is for me personally. Sure, like, I mean, anyone I has their preference. Yeah, yeah, because because not to take anything away from anybody, but like I just. I never got into the fantasy world. Like my wife loves movies like Lord of the Rings. Not really my thing, but I mm-hmm. love Harry Potter. Well, yeah, I mean, that's wizards and then you have yeah, I mean it's I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But like I don't yeah. knock anybody who's into that stuff, except no. I make my wife super pissed off though. Because <laughs> I constantly rip off rip on the second Lord of the Rings movie. Oh, the two towers, the two towers, because of like I was like, honey, the movie's so fucking boring. There, it's so boring that the fucking trees are trying to walk away from the movie, and she gets That's so I'm, mad at me. <laughs> that has my favorite scene in all the movies. In that, is that she says the same thing. The, that battle on that castle is so cool. When <laughs> when you have when you have Gimli and you have Legolas counting their kills, that was the shit. That's the exact thing she told me about too. That's the exact thing that fucking told. live for that. I had a Lord of the Rings Two Towers game on PS2, and I would replay that level over and over again. <laughs> so so yeah, I mean, I your wife is not wrong in this scenario. She's that's a great fucking scene. <laughs> It's fun. I just do it to piss her off because it oh, sure. brings me more joy than the piss her off. The, oh, sure. Yeah. Happy, happy wife, happy life, right? Yeah. And I'm 12, I'm 12 years in, man. There's no time oh, there you go. anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, back to D&D. The reason I got into it was uh, through a podcast called uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me. Oh, uh, okay. And they had a side podcast, which is called Adventure Zone. And it's three brothers and their dad who just play D and D, and that sparked my interest. Oh no, shit! Yeah, lucky enough, my wife had a friend from high school who played D and D all through high school, and his wife and I and another buddy of ours, we we played for two. We took we took a break now, but we played a one whole campaign, and then we took a break because we have so much shit going on. But uh, it's it's a blast. No, that's cool, man. That's it's a really lot cool. of work and a lot you gotta keep track of, but it's fun. <laughs> I, I I love games. Like my brother's really big on like ta- what they call like tabletop games. Yeah, and um, my brother got me into um, I don't know if you, it's called I think it's just called tabletop games, and it was uh, Will Wheaton. Okay, from, I know. Yeah, you know who you know who that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did it, and uh, Felicity, what was what's her name? Redhead girl. I can't think of her name, but they, yeah, they did it. Was like I think it was through the Nerdist podcast. Okay, the one that Chris Hardwick does. Oh, okay. 
yeah and and my brother got me into that and like he's really big in like all these tabletop games and stuff and like every now and again he'll like throw like these like these different games at me or like if we're hanging out you know like we went we went to go see him and his wife in vegas and he's like showing me like all his new tabletop games and i'm like i have no idea about any of these games dude like nothing at all <laughs> you know there's a game that if you can find it uh you should i recommend it's called the blockbuster game and you mentioned that to me yeah yeah it's it's it is a blast um so you start off with teams, and then the way you get to pick the categories is that you do like a head-to-head. Mm-hmm. So it's like movies that have action, and you just go until someone can't go anymore. Oh. And then it's a, then, then the categories are quote it, act it, and uh, one word. So you got to do one word to describe the movie. You can quote do a quote for the movie, and then you have to do a charade round. And you collect like you collect the cassette tapes that have all the uh, genres on them. No shit. If you collect all the genres, you win. And uh, that that that's a super fun game, dude. That's uh, not, that's I that's get, in my wheelhouse, yeah. dude. That's that's yeah. something that I would play for sure. Yeah, it's 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 a good one with the group. It's it's a lot of fun. When it, like we we were just at my uh, my sister in law's house for like a little get together, and whenever uh-huh. we go to her house. I always try to want. I always want everybody to play categories. Okay, like, <laughs> sure. I fucking love categories, dude. Like I love categories uh-huh. because I feel like, dude, like that game is endless. Yeah, there's only like twelve cards, but honestly, dude, like you can spend hours and hours and hours playing that game, and you it's just so Mon- much fun. I love wordplay. I love like word games. You know what you I mean? Are- you would love monikers then. Have you played monikers? No, I haven't played monikers. So monikers is a it's a party game, it's a card game where you dealt you dealt ten cards. Um and they all have like a theme on them. Um ones like George Washington and like different different people and different objects, right? Okay. So you you pick you get ten and you pick the seventy one. Then everybody puts those cards in the pile and you use those only those cards that everybody puts in. For each, for an entire game, basically. So, the fir- so the first round, so it's a memory game, basically. So the first round, you can use uh, any description to describe the card, right? Okay. And then, and then after that round's over, then it's one word only oh. to describe. But you use the same cards, and then the final round is charades. So as you go, you have to kind of remember what the cards were. Because you use those cards every time for an entire for an entire game, and that one gets really fun. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, and there's uh, there's some really, I mean, there's like uh, expansion packs that we have, and yeah, I mean, if it's not Card Against Humanity that we're playing, it's probably Monikers. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, I'm yeah, making notes I, right now as we speak. Like, yeah, these these these, these are good. And the listeners probably listening right now, going, "What the fuck." does this have to do with anything? <laughs> oh, I told okay. you. I told you. You were going to lose listeners during this one. I gave you a fair warning. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are these two idiots talking yeah, about? Yeah. They're like, this isn't music related. Click. Click. But you know what? <laughs> it is music related because you're... You, like, the thing that I like about Facebook, the, the Facebook groups that we're all in together, is that I I've it allows me to interview people that aren't necessarily in bands or not necessarily like you know I've interviewed you, you've listened to the podcast you know oh, sure 
you know, I, I have people from every walk of life on the show. Like, it's just not, it's just not people that play in bands or record label owners, but also people who do podcasts and fans of the show and, you know, fans of, of, of punk rock in general. And like, I don't know, like your name is constantly connected to like what's going on. Like you're no all your more. names always connected somehow. <laughs> like you're just I'm a music whore. I fucking love music so much and I and I I fucking love it. I can't <laughs> help it. It's a passion. You know what? And it's a passion too. And like that's pretty much how I am too. Like I'm like I said, like I mean, obviously I do the podcast, but for a long time I was just a fan too. And just like you, one day I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do a podcast because it'll be fucking fun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even though your podcast isn't about punk. It's being re- represented by two people who enjoy the genre and have yeah. guests that are a part of it. So and I just keep on like, me the whole fucking time. Yeah, it's still punk rock. <laughs> like it's still it's still punk rock. Oh yeah, you know it's it still cool. comes from that background and like that's that's some like I said. Not only did I want to have you back on, like whether or not you had the podcast or not, you were you were going to be back on. I I told you that from the jump. Like you'll be back. Oh yeah, you can't see it's been the biggest smile on my face right now. Are you saying that? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, it was so much fun talking uh, to you for the special episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that, your, your chance was so special. It, it was. It was. It was stories are incredible. <laughs> I, I was really happy with how that turned out. It was. It was so much fun to be part of. And and I, and and it, and, it, and it got me connected to so many people, and it it allowed me like a little bit in into your world, and like when. I remember when it came out, other people would comment on each other's sections. Mm-hmm. Like I know, like uh, Jay Jay Prozac really liked your section, and Athena really liked your section. Like everybody, kind of you know, Andy liked this person's section. Like everybody, yeah. everybody commented on each other's part of the episode. Like, and it made me feel really good. I was like, yeah, people are understanding exactly what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. like they understood it like because i feel like everybody has their story everybody has their own individual way of getting into the music that they're into um and i was really happy that i got to share that with 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 all you guys for that oh it was a, it was a blast it was a lot of fun i like the group chat that you got into too because that's why we got to talk to a lot of people and that was just fun in itself Oh was, yeah, was, was seeing what songs people were gonna choose. That was awesome. Yeah, I was really happy that 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 we, we that I decided to start that little chat group. Oh, and, so am I. That was fun. And you know what was nice is a lot of people threw me curveballs. A lot of people didn't didn't hit me what I totally expected them to hit me with. Sure. And I thought that was super cool. Like for as much as we talk, like obviously people that have listened to the episode know that you picked pick bro him for your brother sure. but that's a that's a personal story in itself right but, but to have have it be pennywise that I, I wouldn't have thought i wouldn't have thought pennywise no so it was really cool that that's the band you picked and the meaning behind it like it was super duper important and oh, yeah. it like it like it hit me and i was like dude after i recorded that episode went i went back to that album and listened to it front to back I uh I could barely keep myself together. I I wasn't prepared to like I had nothing written down, so it was just yeah. I, and uh, I didn't realize how how big of like 
an emotion that kind of like came over me when I was talking about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hope we're going to wrap up soon because I'm about to lose it. <laughs> oh. I got so upset. I was, and that happens because like that comes in waves. It just it just does, you know. And, and that's uh, the that power. was that that's was the- a wave. Like I have children now talking about it again. Yeah, it's 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 the power of it's the power of music in general. Yeah. Um, you know, like like every like everybody has their connection to it, and um, in in your ways that was yours, and and I was sitting there going when I had to record my episode, my, my, my best friend, Sam was the one that recorded me, um, for mine. And, uh, I was sitting there going, what album should I pick? What album should I pick? And like the only album that made any sense to me, Scott was to pick Nirvana. Yeah, sure. And uh, because I think like, because without Nirvana, like I dude, dude, how, 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 how different my life would have been had I not listened to that song when I was 10 years old. Right. You know, I would have never given shit like Green Day or The Offspring or anything like that a fucking shot if it wasn't for Green Day. I probably would have still been listening to, like, hip-hop and, like, R.E.M. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, sure. You just just don't know. Yeah, you don't know. It It just takes that one band. Mm -hmm. All it takes is that one band to just be like, this is what I like now. And, and that's what was so cool. It's like, and like I said, with, with people like, I mean, we, me and you were both young when we got into punk rock, but like to hear somebody like Jay Prozac, who was already out of high school before yeah. he got into punk rock, you know, like he was already like college age riding BMXs, you know what I mean? Like that was the first time he got into punk rock. It's like, not everybody gets into punk rock at the same time or at, wow. at the same kind of experience. It's, yeah, it's, that's what's cool. It is really cool, man. But and it's like, and it's like, you would never have known the way that most of you guys talk about the music. Mm-hmm. You would think they've been into it since they were little, but no, it's only like just those few years. But they've they've done their research and they they listen to everything and. They, they love it all, and that's what I admire. It's just, like, the fucking passion. Like, mm-hmm. they have the fucking passion of it, and that's that's what's awesome. And that's, and, that's, and that's the most important thing, and that's why I have people come on the podcast like you who are just as passionate as the people who create the music because if it wasn't for people who were fans of the music, what the fuck would it matter? Yeah. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> Catalog, and now there's this thing called a blog. 
God, everything used to be so fucking pure Shows wouldn't ever cost more than five bucks And I paid 34 high top chucks I'm 25 and I feel old I might be living in the past But I'm the one having a blast Cause all I need is my queers and my remotes That's all I need, I don't need you Really, it was really cool on your podcast to see you on the other side of it. And uh, sorry to actually like hear to actually hear you like tell your story. You know, <laughs> I'm sure you don't get that very often. So that was cool, man, to be on the other side. Yeah, I was, the interviewee, not the interviewer. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I wasn't sure how I was going to do it. Like, I knew I was going to have Sam record it because the way we were going to do is Sam was one of the last people that I was recording. Like, I had already recorded you, I'd already recorded Jay, I'd already recorded Andy, I'd recorded all those, Johnny, all of them. That was and a lot of work you did. That's, I mean, 100%. It took me to you for that. two weeks to do it, yeah. It took oh, me like man. two weeks to do that, yeah. I, I, I actually released, actually moved other episodes up and moved, like, to, to try to fit it, to give myself enough time to get it done. Oh, yeah. I yeah, can't I imagine I all the editing. I couldn't imagine, couldn't imagine the work you went into. Oh, yeah. It oh, was a, it was oh a man. Challenge. But it was important to me. I really wanted to do the episode like that. And and I'm glad that, like like I said, I'm glad that you were a part of it. And when Sam interviewed me, it was like, yeah, it was a little weird to do that. But at the same time, though, it was like, oh, well. You know, it's kind of nice to be the one being interviewed. You know, right? You don't have to go over the questions. There's like, there's no pressure. No, there was, there was none. I was like, oh, so what's your favorite? What's your most influential album? I'm like, uh, Nirvana, never mind, because that changed everything. Right. You know, I was 10 years old and lived in a, you know, a depressed still town, and this angry, pissed off music comes across, and I'm like, oh. This isn't what I'm used to listening to. Right, yeah. This yeah. isn't this isn't come on fill the noise and this isn't hip. This isn't, you know, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince anymore. This is something completely different. And it got me into so much music so fast, dude. Yeah. You know, from like ninety one to ninety five, dude, I got into so much fucking music. That's awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. I think around 95, I was like 10. <laughs> <laughs> that was your wave. That was your your time to shine then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like crisscross and wearing my pants backwards.
Mavericks for a while. I'm not gonna lie, it was like that for me too. <laughs> oh, dude, hey, Jump is a banger. I don't care what people hate, hate on it, but Jump Jump is a killer song. <laughs> Listen, and those kids can fucking rap fast. Dude. Yes, yes. Uh, I, dude, I, 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 some I, of them try to rhyme, but you can't lie, Rick. Me, you know. Mm-hmm. And people were surprised when I when I bust out that I'm like a lover of old school like hip hop. That's awesome. And I'm like, well, when I started skateboarding, not only did we listen to punk, but like a lot of the kids that I skateboarded with were into hip hop. So I was listening to tons of hip hop as much as I was listening to punk rock. And some of the groups were like, kind of like, kind of blurred the lines, like Beastie Boys and A Tribe Called Quest and Diggable Planets and stuff like that. So like, even like stuff like Wu-Tang Clan. So like I got it, I got into a lot of hip hop around the same time that I got into punk rock. Sweet. So it just to me the the worlds kind of coexist with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially with the things of the skateboarding world because like that's how it was. Like I I was a a heavier kid, so skateboarding for me wasn't an option because gravity's against me, and if I fell, it would it would I would fall hard. <laughs> but like a lot, a lot of my friends would have like you know would like build ramps in their backyards. And I just go hang out and like that's what the sound that's what their soundtrack was. It was like a couple songs of like hip hop and then some songs punk and then they go it would just alternate back and forth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's and so idea. like it was kind of it was kind of neat at the like the, to hear that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, for sure. But be, be, before I let you go today, I I, I definitely want to continue talking about the podcast. Sure, and because I because I because I feel like the, the main reason why I have you on um, I have you on not only just to bullshit with you because because we're friends, but, it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 every episode. Like I said, you guys did the episode with the movies. You guys did the episode with the 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 toys and stuff like that. If if you were to go back in time uh, from from a toy in your childhood that you no longer have that you would spend any amount of money to get back what would it be what 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 toy from your childhood would it be easy my wrestling figures because i had these old school wrestlers like the attitude era and they were just like these janky looking wrestling toys but i played with them all the time like they weren't detailed at all Mm-hmm. It was just like little sh- sh- short, stubby, Stone Cold Steve Austin's and Undertakers, and that's what I would play with. And I would do anything to get those back and my blue wrestling ring. Nice. Um, no problem. Yeah, I had the. Yeah, that would be. That would be it. We were my wrestling boys. Uh, I'll give you mine, but I'll give you a quick backstory. So sure, please. Me- me and my wife, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, me and my wife went to go see my best friend Sam and his fiance up in Cleveland. Because uh, we're about an hour and 40 minutes from Cleveland. So we went up to go see them. And we went to this toy store um, called Applejacks. And okay. not only does it have like newer toys, but it has like all the old school toys. Like mm-hmm. He-Man, it has like you know, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and G.I. Oh, Joes and all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess at one point they had, the last time my wife had been to that that store with her sister, 
she had come across they had a an original ghostbusters fire station I had that so as did a child. I. So oh did I. my god! With the with the elevator that you crank up and down, and then you would oh have them grab the, have them grab the pull, and then they slide back yeah. down. Yeah. So uh-huh. it was up there. It was like for like a hundred and like sixty bucks, right? Yeah. So she tells me this. So when we go to this store, I go look. They had the Ecto. The Ecto One car. Oh wow! And I thought about getting that, but they didn't have the fucking fire station anymore. Somebody had bought it, dude. It's, dude, my, it's so... my my heart broke, dude. I would, dude, I would spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to get those, dude. It's so crazy you talk about this. This is coming full circle. So we bought a house, right? Mm-hmm. From an old lady. From an old lady, we bought a house, and we were going through the walkthrough. Uh, she had a toy room for her grandkids. And sitting on the shelf, I shit you not, in great condition, was the fucking firehouse. No shit, dude. And I said, will you leave that? And she's like, no, I'm trying to sell all my toys. And I was just like, oh, God, you don't know what you have. (laughs) No, she had no clue, dude. Because... We had one, and we had the real Ghostbusters toys where the where the beetle would turn into a praying mantis, the car, yeah, and and, and a wave of this, just a wave of childhood. When I saw that, I was like, "Please let me have that," and uh, <laughs> she won it. And so I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> oh man, like 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 the, all the toys, and, and like that was the oh. one. That was the one, dude. Like one day I will own. I will own both. I would own the whole complete side of that. We had all those real Ghostbusters figures. We had the ones where, like, the police officer would, like, flat down. Like, his body would, like, his front hat would fall down. And he'd yeah. like, a skeleton. Yeah. And then you had that weird creature with the eyeball on his head that would pop out. Yeah, and like, you hit the back the of it in his Yes. Squeeze Holy fucking God. This is so crazy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I love it. Dude, I, yeah. had, I, had, I had all four, all four Ghostbusters. I had Rick Moranis' uh-huh. character. Awesome. I had um, uh, Andy Potts' character. Um, I had Slimer. I had the uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. That's I, cool. Dude, I had, like, the whole fucking set. Like, my mom must have bought that for me, like, when the second one came out, when I was, like, eight yeah. or nine, dude. Yeah, my like, parents... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to yeah, but, like, my mom, like, my mom ended up pitching everything, dude. Like, when I moved out, dude. Oh, like, she got rid so of all sad. my shit. Oh, that's so sad. Dude, it makes me sick just even talking about it. Uh, I know. Yeah, my... my uh, I just got... Uh, recently, my parents got me uh, the Playmobil Ghostbusters. No <laughs> which shit. Comes with, <laughs> comes with a state puff and a little Ghostbuster. And it's on my desk at work, and I look at it, and I'm just like, oh, this is the coolest fucking thing ever. That's so cool, dude. My desk at work is covered with, like, toys, pop figures, and, like, just little toys everywhere. It's fun to have. Oh, for sure. Like, it, yeah. If, if like, the other, the, other, the other toy that I would probably try to get to is the original Optimus Prime from, from Transformers. Oh, wow. That would be another yeah. one. Because I actually had one where if you opened him up, he was like, uh, like, uh, you could like, remember like the micro machines? Yes. Yeah, totally. If you, if you yeah. would open him up, you would, it was like a world inside Optimus Prime. Uh-huh. You could use the little micro machines to like drive around inside him. Yes. The star, they did this, they did a micro machine Star Wars set with the Death Star. 
we opened up the Death Star and it was a world inside of it. That you could no shit, the really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's how that's how Optimus Prime was, man. Like that dude, like that's oh the kind God. of shit that like, when I was listening to your guys, when I was listening to the very first episode, those were the shit that was running through my head, dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking Transformers and Ghostbusters all day long, man. Like Yeah. I mean, dude, Tyler could talk Ghostbusters for hours. He is like just the biggest fan I've ever met. Um yeah, he, he he I mean he has the fucking Proton Pack. He has the his whole family has the like that the Ghostbusters uniforms. Oh, he's no way shit. In, he's way into it. Oh, I see. Yeah. See, that's yeah, how we want to you want to talk Ghostbusters, you give him a message and uh you won't hear the end of it. Whoa. Yeah, he knows his <laughs> shit. He he yeah, he's he just he loved the new movie. So if someone like that loves it, you know it's good. Dude, I can't wait to watch it. I'm hoping to watch it sometime here, like in the next week. Like we wanna to try to get to the movie theater and watch it. Yeah. Cause it just looks like because me and my wife, we watch Stranger Things, so we know the one kid that's in it. Oh, uh, uh, Finn Wolfhart? Finn, yeah, Finn Wolfhart, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we love Paul Rudd. God, Who Paul. fucking doesn't love Paul Rudd? <laughs> yeah. And we just watched that Paul Rudd got uh, got nominated for uh, Sexiest Man, in the, se- sexiest yeah, man uh, in the World or whatever. I'm going to frame that cover for my wife <laughs> for Christmas. Oh, really? <laughs> She's that's her favorite actor. She's oh, in love. Can't listen. She can't listen to the episode now. Oh, it's fine. I don't care. Um, no, no, no. I, tell her she's not allowed to. Okay. Um, but uh, or I, I told her. Edit, or I, I can edit that out. Oh, it, it does. It's fine. Um, we. It's 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 cool. It's but um, I told her I was like, if you ever like, if Pirate asks you to leave me to go with him, like, do it because yeah. that's an opportunity you don't want to miss out on. That because. That's... <laughs> That's I would leave me. I would leave me for Paul Rudd. Like he's just like he's just the, the, the. He seems just like a genuine person. Like he can do no wrong. Is just how I see him. He's just and very like, dreamy. He yeah. is, and he's still like normal looking. He's just like a normal guy, and he's cool. He seems very fucking cool. So, he just yeah, I told like my wife. I told my wife if he ever if he ever says, "Come with me," you fucking go. Don't go, go, you go don't to him. Don't look back. You just go. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Like, don't look back. You just enjoy your new life with that guy. <laughs> oh man. No matter how hard I try to find two or three dudes that can get it together long enough to be an actual band. An actual, an actual, an actual band And it always seems to fail Yeah, it always falls apart Someone please post my mail And help me escape this lonely Lonely place in my heart This lonely place in my heart This lonely place in my heart This lonely place in my heart Someone post my 
place in my heart. This lonely 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 place in my heart. is what it is man like we're no hollywood stars man like we don't look like them no like we get it yeah, well my wife sure. already knows that i have like we, we we both have celebrities that we like you know or whatever and like the, the, the no because we get the hall passes well who's your hall pass who's my hall pass yeah uh, uh i don't did you watch did you watch game of thrones yes N- natalie dormer who played uh, Lady Marjorie, Queen okay. Marjorie? Yeah, yeah, her dude. Nice. Her, yeah, she was also in Elementary. Okay, um, I don't know if you ever, I don't know if you watched Elementary, the one with uh, oh. J- um, Lucy Liu and Johnny. Um, oh, fuck, what's his name? He used to be married to uh, Angelina Jolie. Johnny Lee something. Okay. I, I, forget, no I can't remember his name. He was in he was the train spotting too, if you ever saw train spotting. I did not. Yeah, but um, yeah, he she was on that show. She played Moriarty. Like she's on she's my list, and she likes uh her on her list is um what's his name? I'm drawing a blank on his name too. He he's in that show, the witch the witcher. Oh, the, the main actor guy? The main actor guy. Okay, sure, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I know you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that, that's her go-to in my yeah. Natalie Dormer. Nice. Or Zoe Deschanel is always a close number second. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I love, I've, I've okay. loved Zoe Deschanel for a very, very long time. Probably that's since, cool. like, the Family Joels or, like, um, not the Family Joels. Uh, what the hell was it called? Um, it was an old movie. It was, it had, uh, Bradley Cooper was in it too. And it had, uh, <laughs> dude, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Hold on. Hold on, dude. Hold on. I'm not the one to be asking. <laughs> it had, it had the girl from Sex in the City in it. And, um, the, uh, hold on a second. Sure. I'll, I'll bring it up. It's an old, oh, shit. It's gonna bother me that I that I cannot think of her name because I'm I'm. Uh, here we go. Here we go. I'll, I'll tell you the name of the movie real fast because back in the day she was in it and it came out like in like the early two thousands. I liked her in Elf. I liked I her in you... Elf too, but this movie I think it might have been oh it was I was way off. It's Failure to Launch. Oh, okay. With um, is it McConaughey? With Matthew McConaughey, Sarah Jessica Parker. Jessica Parker. Okay, gotcha. Zoe Deschanel and Bradley Cooper were like like the best friends of like the two of them. Okay. 
and like between that and like Elf, and then uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer, she was great in. Yeah, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yeah, and I like I've had a crush on her like ever since, dude. Like that's yeah. that's 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 really sweet because like she's I mean she's she's just she seems very sweet, you know. She's like America's sweetheart. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like the girl next door. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. My, my wife makes fun of me because I had a I had a crush when I was like a teenager. I had a crush on uh, Katie Holmes. Okay, Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Creek. Yeah, sure, absolutely. She makes fun of me because she has like that side mouth and like she kind of speaks off the side of her mouth. So whenever like it, it gets brought up that I have a crush on Katie Holmes, she makes fun of me for it. <laughs> I'm like, whatever, dude. I was right. You like exactly. You like who you that like. Was, that was before Tom Cruise ruined her. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't want to keep you on too much longer, man. Oh, I, I can do this for hours. This is, i This is like this is this is my comfort zone. Mine too. Like that's the one thing. Like I, I, I love between doing this and doing Zenial Files. Like on top of everything else I do, like I always have something going on. I always have the opportunity to like talk to somebody about, you know, stuff that we're into, whether it's music or just pop culture or, you know, anything in general, you know, like I just, I like being able to talk to people and it's like, honestly, like it's a lot of fun to, to get to, to get to do this, you know, right? as much as yeah. I get to do it. That's why I want to do it because it's like it's you get to meet new. I'm all about meeting new people. Me too. That's one thing I love is just like I love meeting. I love meeting new friends and talking to new friends, and it's it's just it's fun to get to know somebody, and then you get to know them, and then you, be, you have a friendship with them, and it's like this is this is this is awesome. Yeah, and and that's really what it's all about. And I'm I'm glad that you're doing the podcast. Listen, we could talk or not talk for hours. I mean, seriously. <laughs> for sure, man. All right? We're going to sit inside and still be a good time. <laughs> exactly. Like I said, like, I, 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 I love that you guys are doing the podcast. And oh, thank you. Thank I'm you. I'm not entirely caught up because I, 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 just started a new, really I, just okay. started, I just started a new job and it cut horribly into my podcast no, at the same time. It's okay because we're we're cutting, we're cutting our episodes to thirty minutes now. Oh, um, are you really? <laughs> yeah, because you realized why an hour is a long time, and no, it's we figured, not. and we figured that like, okay, if we did thirty minutes, like thirty to forty, like people who like go to work in the morning, that's an episode right there, and that gives us more time to like to really think about what we're gonna like do. Because uh, we have to have a time, time to like, uh, we we have a couple. The last couple have been like 30, 40 minutes, and we kind of like it. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Like, I've rambled yeah. on for two and a half hours before, so, you well, know. Yeah, but like, like just for us, because, you know, with Tyler in Canada, it's late for him. Mm-hmm. So, we want to be accommodating, and like, we have these 30 minute episodes is like, but we're done soon and we can go to bed earlier and it works out. <laughs> you know what it does. I, get it. I totally understand that. Yeah. So we're going to do like little 30, 40 episodes. And, you know, we're, we're still testing the waters with everything. Like, we're 10 episodes in. It'll be 11th tomorrow that we record. But that's awesome. You know, I'm on, the best I'm on part episode about, seven. 
the best part of not figuring out is that we're still trying to figure it out. So, you know. Absolutely. Well, before I let you get going, I just want yeah, to absolutely. remind I just want to remind the uh, listener to check out your podcast, Ambivalence. Uh, where can they check it out at? Uh, Spotify or um, I think this uh, on Anchor, I believe you can listen to the podcast on here. Yeah, and, that's that's what uh, I use too, Anchor. Yep. Yeah, and I we and I think that's it for now. I don't think we're on Apple yet. Um, that's a good question for Nick. He's the he's the editing guy. Well, I'm I not just, interviewing Nick right now. I'm interviewing I know. You, I know. Uh, we, can, we have a Facebook we have a Facebook page, uh, Ambivalence. We upload the episodes on there. Um, you can find me on Facebook, and I can bombard you with the uh, episodes as well. Um, yeah, so we're, we're out there. Uh, we have four and a half listeners, but it's cool. We get it. <laughs> I'm one of them. We're not, and I appreciate that. You know, we have a little tight, tight knit group of four, and uh, it's fun. You know, <laughs> it'll only. Well, I'm hoping that you being on here gets more people interested in it because oh, I, I really like it. Right but I'm, I'm bowing to you for you saying that. I appreciate it. Like, I feel like even though it's it doesn't really follow any kind of formula, I think it's a great podcast. I think you guys have great chemistry. I think that it's it's a fun list and I enjoy myself. And I implore the listener to go check out uh, your podcast. And friend Scott on on Facebook, man. He's a, he's a hell of a good guy. Um, he's really well versed in music, and and uh, he's he's just a downright awesome guy. Oh, you're a sweetheart. Stop it. I okay. know. Stop. <laughs> keep going. Oh keep God. Going. What else? What else do you like about me? <laughs> I think you're handsome. Oh, stop. I think you're a big teddy oh. bear. Uh, that's that's true. I do give really good hugs, and I right. that. You Are you blushing me. right now? Yeah, my my whole body is just red. <laughs> just red. <laughs> uh, I'm like a big cherry right now. It's just covered in red. <laughs> well, Scott, thank you so much for being on the podcast, my man. Oh, thanks for having me. This has been a blast. And uh, I hope you don't lose any listeners. I won't. I'm only going to gain them from now on. Don't worry Woo-hoo! about it. Yeah, that's awesome. You have made... Yeah, you have been doing some amazing things yourself with that comp you put out, and the fan base you have is incredible. Thank and so I'm, much. I'm so no, thank you for having me. This has been a blast, <laughs> and uh, we're going to record Ambivalence tomorrow. We'll probably have it up sometime in the week, and uh, it's one you probably won't miss, but you probably will, and that's totally cool. Well, I uh, made sure they won't. They will not yeah, miss. You, yes. Episode. It's gonna be a good one too. We have a we have a special guest joining us, so it's what I've been wanting for a while. So Ooh, yeah. I can't oh, wait, yeah. my man. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been this has been just just a pleasure. Awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself, man. It was oh, a lot of fun reconnecting yeah. with you for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, like I said, like we could talk or not talk and have a good time. Oh yeah, and you'll be, and I know you'll be back on again. It's not like I won't have you on again. Yeah, I'll be on next week. Uh, <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Pump the brakes. I'll, I'll be on the next three episodes. So I need to recover. I need to bring. I need to bring my numbers back up after you've been on. Uh, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. When when you feel like when you feel like you've reached the the, pin, the pinnacle of your podcast, just have me on. Oh, okay. I will. I'll bring it back now. I'll bring it back now. <laughs>
<laughs> It'll bring me back down to earth a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just, right? just a few pegs. <laughs> well, Scott, man, enjoy the rest of your night. I'll be talking oh, to you too. You, soon, you too, man. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, and have a happy Thanksgiving, brother. Oh, you too. Yeah, enjoy it, dude. Enjoy the turkey. I will. And the, I'm gonna, and the cranberry sauce. I'm going to eat till I feel like shit. Me too. Then I'm going to eat more. <laughs> eat more and pass out on the couch. Oh, yes, please. Uh, only two more days, man. Only two more days, it. my man. All right. Okay. Oh, wait, is that, gonna, is that going to work when this comes out? Is this not coming out? No, it's going to probably come out the day after, but whatever it is. Oh, hey, fuck it. Fuck it, whatever, man. It's my podcast. I'll do what I want to do. God damn right. Oh, John, this has been a fucking blast. Dude. That was so much fun. That has been a lot of fun. Oh, man. God. Well, thank you. You're oh. welcome, man. But enjoy the rest of your night, man. I'll talk to you oh, soon. You too. That bet is calling my name. Mine too, man. <laughs> Good night, buddy. Good night. I want to have some fun on Saturday night. If there's girls and drugs, you know I'll be just fine. I'm alright.